Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family all around the world, it's Greg. It's Matt. And we're the bottom tier, baby. We are back. We are back in the studio, live studio audience. And you know what? What, Matt? It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. We discovered that the, the, the little boy we record on actually has some pre-recorded sound yeah, effects. So. so do we do sound effects? I don't know. We'll decide as we go through. But uh, that means we have, uh, if we're a little bit louder, our quality is a little bit different because somebody else was in the studio and they kind of left some stuff uh, different for us. So. Yeah, and we, uh, you know, we're not audio engineers. We just show up, we plug stuff in, and we just go, baby. That's yeah, what we do that's... here at Bottom Tier. No thought, just no action. Thought, just go. But we have a very special flesh and blood episode for it you is today. Kind of super exciting. Yeah, I don't man. know if it's special because everyone's. Doing it, literally obviously. everyone's doing this, but we're doing it too, by God, and that makes it special to me. Yeah, so so tons and tons of spoilers kind of came out for the new set of Outsiders coming out Ooh, soon, uh, Outsiders later this uh, month, and so we wanted to be able to sit here and chat about some of the things we like, but we're just going to be selecting a few cards from each class and doing some weapons and equipment. Uh, we're that that's the main focus we're going to be doing is talking about the equipment. And uh, yeah, that's pretty exciting. It it is really exciting. Like like the set itself is really big. Everything at this point has been spoiled except for the fabled. Still don't really know what that's going to look like. I hope they don't spoil it. I really hope that they don't either. I, I, I really want like people to be, you know, at pre-release or at the get their box and crack it open and somebody randomly just gets the fable somewhere and then that's how we discover it. That, yeah. That's a beautiful story. It's a great moment. Everyone cries. End scene. That wasn't the right one, but it was appropriate, so... So good job, uh, bo- <laughs> bottom tier. Now with uh, now right. with production value. So now let's go ahead to the reveal. <laughs> Fairies at two. night. <laughs> Mixture of two. So beautiful. We're, we're gonna get started. We're on top. Of oh, this. We're on top of it completely. Um, did we talk about heroes last time? Yeah, we did talk about Riptide. I believe uh, we we talked about uh, Big Boy a little bit. Let's. So for this, we didn't go super super into depth with it um, because Riptide himself hadn't been revealed yet at that point. Cool. Um, so let's just let's just start at the tippy top. Um, I've got February pulled up uh, here on my phone, guys. Yeah, quick I have free shout out to February.net. Really great resource for deck building. They have all the spoilers in one place. It's really nice. Um, those guys are super, super awesome. So uh, give them your support if right. you can. And I'm just on the Fab TCG website too. So perfect. So we got everything from all points. Yeah. Um, so let's just let's just we'll just like go through the set. I think we'll talk about the heroes first. We'll talk about the equipment that is unique to each class, uh, and then just I guess a couple of highlights of like the action reaction sort of actual like gameplay cards. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just you know we'll we'll move on. Yeah, so let's go ahead and get started with uh, the Assassins. Oh, man, right and, out of the gate, we're and, getting and we'll spicy, do a, dude. We'll do an oldie. We'll do an oldie first, the remade oldie, and then we'll go into the newie. So the new Perfect. oldie, Arachne, Solitary Confinement, has 19 hit points, 4 intelligence, and his new ability is your first attack with stealth each turn has go again. Fixes a huge problem with Arachne. Yep. The lack of go again. Mm-hmm. Um, it does require you to play a little bit more with stealth rather than just going straight like a contract build or something. Yep. Um, but you can really easily like incorporate a few of the stealth cards and th- there's a bunch in this set. And I think that's why they wanted that. They didn't want Arachne to be 
fully like unusable when they did this. Yeah, so exactly. they made sure they made a, like a different arachne so you could utilize the majority of the cards. Which was really smart. Like that was a good call. Um I was really confused when I saw a, a, a arachne pop up on the little like pre-spoiler like here's the heroes you're getting thing. Yeah. Um because we had just gotten them in the last set. It didn't seem time for a retrain yet. Yep. Um but it makes a lot of sense given the context of the other thing. So Arachne's back, one less health in his young version. Um no adult version in this set, it doesn't look like um, so this is going to be uh, mostly geared around uh, the actual drafting, your sealed decks and whatnot. Um, so very exciting, very exciting to see. And with that, uh, we move on to Assassin number two. Uh, she's cool. Uh, Brand her- new. She seems like really flipping awesome. Yep, It's little Uzuri Vert. <laughs> little Uzuri. <laughs> Get, uh, st- <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, Uzuri Switchblade is her name and her ability. Of course, it's 20 hit points for intelligence uh, for young. For adult, it's 44. Um, but or 40 hit points and 44 health. Oh man. That'd be cool. Uh, but once per turn attack reaction, banish a card from your hand face down, turn the card, uh, banish this way face up. If it's an attack action card with cost two or less, put target attacking card with stealth from the active chain link on the bottom of its owner's deck. Then put the banish card onto the active chain link as the attacking card. Oh my God. Yes. Um, everybody's been talking about this one. Uh, because it's it's sort of insane, man. Like the stuff that you can pull off with this is literally nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's an attack reaction, you play it after initial blocks have been declared, so you, you don't even have to utilize it. Like you can tr- start to set up for it, and if they go crazy with an overblock or something, you don't have to swap it in right then. You can do it later in the chain, or you can do it next turn. Um, but this gives you the ability to fake them out with some little, you know, two or three hit thing. Yeah. And then, nope, surprise, man! It's a command and conquer or it's an E-strike, or it's Pursuit of Knowledge, or uh, yeah. something like that. You know what I immediately like thought about this was? Was putting in um, Overload. Yeah. Three Dominate. That means they only block with one card, and then you're swapping it out. For literally anything that you want well, to, I guess as it long says as it's card. Oh, it's a banished card the with stealth. So it doesn't have stealth. So you can't do Overload. My bad. But that would be exciting. You know, like, that would be it. Yeah. I guarantee you somebody's going to find a way to give Overload uh, stealth at some point. Yeah, there might be a, there might be a card. I haven't seen every card in the set, but there could be something that gives something stealth. Not in this set, unfortunately. But maybe next time. Yeah. Who <laughs> knows what those supplementals will give us. But you could definitely do different things involving that, which is very, very exciting. So It is. It, it, it opens up a lot of flexibility, you know, in the deck itself you don't have to like with arachne you had to basically run all contract cards if you wanted to utilize uh some of the mechanics in his equipment and stuff yep you can run almost anything to swap in with uh with azuri's effect as long as it comes in at cost two or less yep but the cards that she has access to that cost two or less are phenomenal cards it's just a matter at that point of getting them but really powerful ability um i'm really curious to see how uh how people start utilizing it once it kind of hits the, you know, the, the, the mainstream play. I know I'm, I'm super excited as well. Um, we're gonna, you already know the fellow ninjas that are in this, uh, moving on, moving on, sorry. moving on. I just kind of started rambling. Yeah. No, so I'm, I'm excited for Zuri. It's gonna be great. Uh, moving on to Ninja. You, we already know the ninjas. We don't need to go over them at all. It's Benji and Katsu. Uh, Ben here. Great. No, they're, they're great. Cool it, beans. Uh, and so we're going to move on. Uh, so straight to Ranger. We oh, have man. Azalea, which is completely the same, but now we have Riptide, and Riptide has two versions. The young version has 19 health and 4 intelligence. The adult version has 38 health and 4 intelligence, and uh, his ability is whenever you play a card from hand, you may put a card from hand face down in your arsenal, and his second part of that is whenever a trap you control triggers, deal one damage to the attacking hero. Tanky Ranger. 
Tanky Ranger. This is cool. I'm I'm so ready. Like I I, I don't even like play Ranger. I, I have real difficulty wrapping my head around the whole like Ranger concept and the yeah. the, the flow of order and everything. Um, but immediately Riptide just Riptide speaks to me. Oh, I, I mean both of these. Yes, they both Azuri and Riptide as new heroes go in this set. Um, they have a very particular thing of squeaking damage. Yeah. So they can squeak in some damage when you necessarily don't want to. So they're not heroes anymore, which I think is fascinating because a lot of flesh and blood has literally turned into, and it's part of the reason why last week I was kind of getting a little stale. It's like mm-hmm. all you do is take 19 damage and be at the one forever. I mean, a, a lot of my games end up being one to one or yeah. one to two yeah. or something like that, and you just trade back and forth it, six it, turns. It plays that way. And then you have the power and then you're able to try to squeak in that damage. Yeah. This prevents you from wanting to risk Going down that one, low. two HP. Yeah. Because it can, they can squeak by you. Exactly. Yeah, same with Azalea. Azalea has the same, same issue. And, and frankly, even Benji. So this set has that kind of theme with that. It, it really so. wants you to be more engaged turn to turn and not just, you know, declare no blocks and just let them do whatever they want to. Yeah. Um, it really encourages you to understand how the deck works, how it works against whatever you're playing against, and then to respond to that. Um, which is just, it's its a cool little piece of design. I'm really, really happy to see it. Um, and of course, it, Riptide probably, uh, honestly, not going to be that great once it hits sort of the mainstream is my prediction right now. Um, but I'm 100% going to play him. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. And honestly, we can kind of jump into the equipment straight from here with Riptide and Azalea because they almost have a very unique equipment that is focused just on them. And so what I mean by that is kind of extension of their abilities. They have, they both get their own quiver. They do. And so we have the crow's nest for Azalea. It's an Azalea specialization equipment. Uh, Whenever an arrow is put face up in your arsenal from your deck, you may pay one resource. If you do put an aim counter on it. Which is really nice. Um, yeah. It opens up the whole aim counter mechanic to Azalea without necessarily having to run something like uh, Sand Scour or something like that. Um, and just, you know, gives her that little bit more oomph yeah. with the other cars in this set. Um, I know that you said you hadn't taken a look at a lot of them, but pretty much every arrow in this set, um, if it has an aim counter, it gets some like. Yeah, it's cool like an ability. additional little ability. Yeah. On top of that, uh, Riptide has his own quiver. It's a Riptide specialization quiver called Driftwood Quiver. And at an instant, destroy Driftwood Quiver, put a card from your arsenal on the bottom of your deck. Cool. So you can switch out your you can switch out your trap for an arrow. If you're if you're all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's your turn and they didn't attack you, you can do a lot of different things like that. Totally. Which is super exciting. So those two equipments alone can help kind of shift that and their tokens. It's important to note here also, since we're talking about the Rangers and Riptide specifically, that they have eroded traps. You no longer have to play a trap from your arsenal zone. Yep. You can play them as regular defense reactions. Oh, cool. um, with the exception, I think, of the of the few that launched in Crucible, I'm pretty sure that they're being uh reworked or reprinted or however it works in flesh and blood with the stipulation that it has to be played from uh from arsenal to maintain the flavor of the cards previously um but going forward traps will be just regular defense reactions so that so that even increases the utility just a little bit more yeah and that's super exciting it's gonna make them more versatile and with his ability do damage and so you can see a very hyper defensive build uh more ultimate 
mm-hmm. ranger, which More, is really cool. A, a control ranger, which is exactly what I wanted. Exactly. So I'm, I'm super so, thrilled. So, so that's really cool. So that's that's two of the ranger equipments right there. If do we want to continue with ranger? Should we um, go back? There's up? there's a couple more ranger uh, equipments that I want to point out. Yeah, um, ranger. Look, they got a lot, and so they got a lot. I, should we just start from the very top, or you know what? Yeah, let's just scroll back to the top of the stupid list. Well, do we start from the top of the ranger list? Oh, do you, do you want to go from the top of ranger list? Yeah. Okay. Well, mine's we, mine's ordered in that way. So. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. We planned this out really well, guys. <laughs> I'm sure you can um, tell. Let's talk about. Uh, let's kind of go with tokens, and then we can go cool. go for from there. So sounds good to me. So a ranger token bow. Our token white boat. No, uh, sorry. I don't know why I wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Everybody. Matt's going to get canceled. That was so funny. Token white guy. Uh, anyways. <laughs> they there we go. Was, yeah. As uh, the token white guy, more yeah, than yeah, one yeah. situation, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to say, well played, sir. Well yeah. played. Uh, barbed Castaway uh, is the token bow in this. and It's, it's super good. Yeah. It's a, it's a bow. It's once per turn instant. You pay one resource. You may put an arrow card from your hand face up in your arsenal. Awesome. And a once per turn instant, you may turn a face down arrow in your arsenal face up. If you do, put an aim counter on it. Which is beautiful. And yeah. it synergizes with Riptide phenomenally. Um, you can play a card, arsenal the arrow, trigger Barb Castaway to flip it over, put the aim counter on it, and then swing in to provide you have go again or something, of course, um, with that arrow with its aim counter on it without having to do any weird sort of exotic funky setup or anything. You can just make it happen. It's, it's oh, man, I, I really like this bow. It's way cool. So the, the that is the only token arrow in the set. So that means no matter what, if you're playing Azalea or Riptide, you'll be using this bow. 100%. Yep. Uh, with that, I think there's no more tokens but, or... Uh, there's a common one, a common ranger equipment, and that is the Wayfinder's Crest. It is a headpiece. When you defend with Wayfinder's Crest, look at the top card of your uh, target hero's deck. Uh, it has one defense with blade break. Yeah. So, um, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's cool. self-explanatory. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, not the best thing in the world, but it works well for what this is. And to like be. really for like a common or a token equipment. Uh, what, what more do you want? Really? Right. Right. Uh, well, yeah, it's just a common equipment. Uh, moving on to Ranger M is the next equipment. Uh, it is the Quiver of Rustling Leaves. Which we which we talked about in the last spoiler one. Um, it's the but one that we saw official, yeah. Yeah, that dropped uh, at the event that day. Uh, as an instant pitch three, reveal top card of your deck. If it's an arrow, put it face up in your arsenal, destroy Quiver of Rustling Leaves. Um, I have been reading a little bit in the community that uh, apparently this is a game changer for Lexi. Uh, a lot of people have said that with this one edition, Lexi has become just like much more consistent, much more powerful. Um, so watch out for that in CC, everybody. Um, Lexi was already fairly scary beforehand if you got somebody who knew how to pilot her correctly. Um, and this is just going to make it even easier. This could be very good for... Um this could be very good for turn ones, honestly, to really boost Lexi if Lexi has to go first yeah. or second. Like, it's able to help with that. Exactly. Just Quite pull some bit. of that aggro Be able out to of start it. going immediately. Uh, then we go to the legendaries. Uh, Ranger gets two legendaries. I'm really excited about one of these, and I'll let you guess which one. Uh, is it is it the badass trench coat? Yeah, it's the badass trench coat. <laughs> yeah, son. Well, so, um... It's called Trench of the Sucking Treasure. It has two arts. It has an extended art where you get to see this full on pirate. Dude, the extended art is gorgeous. Guys, really go and look it up. Like, pause this for a second. 
Go find it uh, so that you can appreciate what we're telling you. This is th- uh, the art's beautiful. It's phenomenal. So we're not going to get pirate as a class. They're being rangers, essentially. I, I guess is which what is fine, this is showing guess. me. But I really want this character in general. But the trench, oh, of, man. The, the trench of the sunken treasure. Um, it's a once per turn instant. Put a face down card from your arsenal on the bottom of your deck. You gain a resource. Where are we? Uh, he has arcane barrier one and blade break with one defense, which is amazing. So this is great for any AB for a ranger class. And you're able to kind of almost have a, instead of having to utilize, um, Fendel spring tunic, you can yeah. use this to gain that it, resource. It's, it, it's, it's like for a ranger. It, it's actually better than tunic because instead of having to wait three turns, you can trigger it basically whenever you need to. Yeah. And especially your, if you're running like new horizon or something, you have the two arsenal zones, one face up, one face down, just keep recycling that face down one. And this is beautiful for, uh, for riptide specifically because yeah. if you put an arrow face down. That's kind of trash or whatever. You can literally bury it, gain a resource to be able to pay for a trap from your exactly. hand, which is huge. So this is really great for a couple reasons, and I'm very excited about it. So this is cool. It's it's so good. It's basically going to be necessary to run Riptide effectively. Um, Ranger is, is kind of a thirsty class, uh, by which I mean they can't run a lot of blues. They can't run a ton of yellows. Um, so having that ability to generate that resource to pay for just that little bit more that you need to pull off a really killer turn, that's going to change things just ridiculously so i'm really thrilled to see this sort of support coming forward um the other legendary we have um which is significantly less whelming um is it's so cool i i really no, like i dig it's this. super cool i get what they're going for i love the art i have a theory about this okay cool i'm gonna I'm talk about it, it in a second um so it's the quiver of abyssal depths it's another quiver um, as an instant, uh, pay three, destroy Quiver of Abyssal Depth, shuffle up to three arrows with different names from your graveyard into your deck, which is neat. Um, the trickiest thing here is that it costs three, yeah. and Ranger really doesn't want to blow resources like that necessarily, but situationally, I can see it useful. My theory here is that, so Light and Shadow is coming up in the next set, yeah. right? I'm... I think that this is preparing us for a Shadow Ranger in the next class. Shadow Ranger would be very, very cool. Oh, we didn't talk about that, actually. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of bounce to back to this. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll reverse it. We'll reverse things. time. But the, uh, that would be very neat of kind of having that Shadow class be involving that. My other theory is it could be a hint towards the next set, the next draftable set of having maybe another talent involving like sea. Like right. land, sea, or air. Like ocean. Something like that. Yeah, ocean. Something involving water of some type. Uh, boat ranger depth or whatever you know so <laughs> depth i like that yeah so it's pretty cool i, I like that but back to what greg was saying is there was a accidental leak or they did on purpose uh, <laughs> quote unquote called, accidental it was called dust till dawn which funny uh and it is the supplemental set that'll be happening after outsiders mm-hmm. and it's gonna be it, the description did mention that it's gonna bring light and shadow heroes back so it kind of i think it might have been intentional to kind of bring some excitement back for people who are missing chain and prism. I think so, especially because uh, if you if you read the actual like little blur, it, it, it comes it from a exactly. It comes from like a like an LGS trade magazine, yeah. so it has the little blurb describing it, and they explicitly call out chain and prism. So they're a hundred percent doing whatever reduxes they have in store for that. Um, another thing to kind of look at there, and we'll get into this in a few minutes. There are a lot of six attack generic cards in this set. Yeah. Um. So I think that they're preparing us to be able to go up against the prism retrain 
which the fact that they're giving us a bunch of tools to handle it in the in the preceding set is extremely terrifying for me. Yeah. I mean, we, we'll see what they did with the new Prism ability and the new Chain ability. So. Right. I'm I'm, st- I'm even more curious about that than I am for most of the Outsider stuff. But anyway, uh, I, I I still am all on board. So this is uh this is the legendaries for for Ranger, and that kind of deals with the equipment for Ranger class specifically. Now, do we want to continue in Ranger and kind of do some of our favorite? Let's cards? since we're here, let's yeah. just call a few out, right? Cool. Um, so uh, for me. It's a, it is a riptide specialization. It is the, it, there's, there's two legendary riptide specializations, but this one got me the most like, whoa, what is this? Uh, and that is the spike pit trap. Yeah, man. Spike pit looks <laughs> awesome. Uh, this is a, a majestic card with three defense, blue pitch, zero cost. Uh, it's a ranger defense reaction trap. When this defends and the attacking hero has played or activated a reaction, this chain link put the top card of their deck into their graveyard. Then they lose X health, where X is the number of cards in their graveyard with that name. Which is super cool. This is super, super good against any like aggro decks, in my opinion. Because they run three of everything. And the odds that they have stuff in the graveyard that yeah. shares a name, pretty good. Yeah. And so they're going to be doing Rainbow of, of that. And so that's very, very exciting. And I, I like that. So uh, Spike Pit Trap was something that got me really excited. And like really like... so. Riptide has three majestic specializations. All three are traps um, and all three are great. Matt called out spike trip. Let's talk about buzzsaw and collapsing Um, buzzsaw trap legendary riptide specialization. When this defends an attack with attack greater than its base, this attack can't gain power. This turn its power becomes its base. Suck my feet. Guardian players (laughs) save your pummels. Get them out of here. That's awesome. It it only blocks for three, but you don't need it to block for more. No, it just becomes a space. And and like if you get hit a little bit, that's fine. But this is perfect to be able to stop those pummels or raise your reflex. Or right, exactly. Um, and then the other one I wanted to talk about uh, since we're finishing up the Majestic Traps um, is Collapsing Trap. When this defends an attack with go again, the attacking hero discards their hand and then draws that many cards minus one. I feel like a lot of these traps are f- to change five to make five a little bit more yeah 100 percent. Yeah. like literally going from a collapsing into a spike trip uh, into a spike pit who knows how much extra damage you're going to get off on that which actually kind of gets me more excited about playing five which is so stupid but <laughs> <laughs> bottom tier everybody this yeah. is what we do yeah um but dude, there's a ton more traps um there's all kinds of like arrow buffs and that kind of stuff there's one specifically i wanted to call out which i think is is we we of, called out a lot of these because a yeah. lot of them have the diseases and, and whatnot. Which is phenomenal, yeah. blood rot and inertia and everything. The one that I that I want to make sure we look at in the Ranger is called Widowmaker. Um, it's a common card, comes in rainbow yep. flavors. It has, um, um, it has Widowmaker from Overwatch on. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got uh, the, because obviously LSS is a big yeah, uh, yeah. Blizzard Entertainment fan. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so Widowmaker costs one, comes in for four, three, or two, depending on the color, blocks for three. Um, defense reactions can't be played to Widowmaker's chain link. If Widowmaker is defended by fewer than two cards it has plus three yeah so this is chain link and so if you put this out first it's awesome uh is def- and it's able to uh get that first attack out there um and it's huge that's huge to be able to stop those defense it's reactions it's, completely. it's good to start a turn with it's good to end a turn with because if you've already fatigued them out of their hand say they have like one card left to block with they block with it it's still coming in for flipping seven yeah if they're able to give this go again, obviously, right? Obviously, and, and, yeah, yeah. And also, uh, 
this will be great for Lexi. This is a great starter for Lexi. So good for Lexi. Have and it's a one cost. So if you're running like snappies or something, this will proc the snappies. So you yeah. can give it go again pretty easy. Absolutely. Um, so really, really good card. I'm, I just, I, there was, I like it. There was another card that I saw that I kind of got excited about, but it might've been a generic card involved. It had to be the, like the last card in your hand and it got some sort of buff, but we'll, I'll find it. We'll find that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, with that Ranger has a lot of great stuff. I highly recommend going to the website and checking it out. Since like we, when, since when we've done majestic and common, we'll try yeah. to pick a red one real fast. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's look at some rare. Uh, James White was not kidding when he said, uh, keep an eye on Azalea. Yeah. Uh, they have really fun. I like the plan words on this. They have three cards called Fletch uh, Blank Tail. So it's Fletch a yeah. Red Tail, Red Pitch, Fletch a Yellow Tail, Yellow Pitch, and Fletch a Blue Tail. What this does is your next air attack this turn gains plus four. If it has an aim counter on it, it gains red cards, have minus one while defending this. And then the same for yellow Go and against. blue with slightly less yep. uh, buff. But yeah, really nice. Yeah, so that's really, really cool. And I like that. I like that little detail of like, oh, let's just make the colors change. And, right, exactly. Yeah, and so I like that a lot. Just the the flavor in this game, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, I think we we can we can move on. Uh, there is really cool art for uh, action air action called Barbed Undertow. Uh, yeah, Barbed Undertow looks it's sick, a man. Majestic. Uh, if it has an aim counter on it, it gains when this hits a hero. Choose a red, yellow, or blue until the start of your next turn. They can't pitch cards of that chosen color. One for huge. five. One for blocks five. three. Yep. Such a good card. The reason I like the art, though, is it actually kind of reminds me of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. And, right? And it's like, get over here. And I like that. That's yeah. That's, oh, man, the nostalgia organ is tickling. Yeah, there is that's a, a weird way to put that, Greg. There is a there is an arrow that uh, reminds me of Lexi's art on it. Yes. Um, called Amplifying Arrow. And I don't know if this is usable for Lexi, but it's a yellow pitch, zero cost. When Amplifying Arrow is face up in any zone, if it would gain attack instead, it gains that much plus one. So this is actually probably pretty good for Lexi involving yeah. uh, using pretty much uh, that card that reloads your Ranger, the mm-hmm. Overflex. Yep. Putting putting that on an amplifying arrow and be able to do different stuff with that. Well, it you, can you, be used for that. You get an Overflex off, you get a like a read the glide path or something, and then all of a sudden you're swinging in for, with one card for like yeah. titanic amounts of damage. And, and it's free too. You don't actually have to pay for it. You just have to get it in your arsenal. Which is awesome, and uh, it kind of makes New Horizon valuable for all Rangers. Yeah, exactly. Which is cool. Which is cool. So I like that. Uh, So that's the end of Rangers. Let's go ahead and uh, should we just save generic for last? Yeah, we should do generic last. So let's move on to... Actually, we'll move on to Ninja, and then we'll do... um, uh, assassin and then we'll do the hybrid classes perfect yeah and then we'll do whatever if there's a lot there's a lot to unpack here there's, there's a lot to unpack here so yeah. ninja we we touched on the heroes a little bit it's katsu and benji again um katsu is uh both in young and old uh and benji we don't have an adult benji yet um we won't unfortunately i yeah. saw your tweet yeah i was so i was they, griping about it a little kinda, bit they kind of talk about their lore quite a bit so we'll probably never get a benji unless he gets resurrected from the dead shadow ninja they could. Let's I would go. love to see Shadow Ninja, Shadow Benji, and Shadow Kasai would make my day. Dude, I would be thrilled with that. So, so we got our ninjas uh, coming in with the Kodachis as the uh, the ninja class weapon in this, which makes a heck of a lot of sense to me. Um, and then the only pure ninja equipment we have is called the Mask of Many Faces. Um, it is a common rarity uh, head uh, piece. As an instant pay one, destroy Mask of Many Faces. Name a card the next day, attack action card you play this turn. Gains that name. Blocks for one with Blade Break. 
This is pretty cool. This is actually something you're probably going to use on your own turn, um, which is great uh, yeah. to be able to kind of create a combo off of that. Um, so it's, it's, it's really, really cool. You're going to be able to create a chain link that really does a lot of damage and can produce more damage because it has a different title, but doesn't necessarily change its attack. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, which is super like, it's super, especially because this deck is so combo focused, uh, this deck, this set is so combo focused, having the ability to not necessarily have to tease it out. Uh, if you've used your Katsu ability or if you're playing Benji, you don't have that ability. Being able to pull, uh, you know, to turn a head jab into a whelming gust wave or something like that's going to have massive, massive impact. Um, really nice to see. Super, super excited to check out how it actually yep. plays. So that's going to be a great common card for us to be able to use as ninjas or be able to draft into. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like we should just talk about the cards that are going to return real fast into this yeah. set because the ninja does get a few. Uh, you will be getting Twin Twisters, Surging Strike, and Head Jab will be returning. That is the only, and that's Rainbow of each one, that mm -hmm. is the only one that's uh, old that will be returning into this set. The, the, the only old ninja cards anyway. There yeah. are a couple of generics that show up uh, yeah. that we've seen before. But um, yeah, just to get those combos starting to go, um, to feed into that Dishonor chain if you're going for that or into any of the other things that are going on. Um, so next, let's go, go into their specialization. Class. Yeah, I was going to mention that uh, before we got too much deeper, we should talk about the uh, the special stuff. So you take Benji and I'll take Katsu. Perfect. Uh, Benji gets a specialization. It is a majestic zero cost yellow. Uh, when this hits, it's called Wander with Purpose. When this hits, you may discard a card with cost zero. If you do, search your deck for a card with combo, banish it, then shuffle. You may play it this turn, go again. Swings in for two, so it triggers Benji's ability so they can't block from hand. Um, blocks for three. Really, really nice to see, um, giving Benji some of that combo support. Um, this is basically Kotsu's ability right, I was about to say in that. a card, yeah. um, which is really, really nice. Um, it just gives Benji a little bit more of that flexibility that he really needs in order to maximize, uh, you know, card advantage uh -huh. because you can only swing in for like one or two with Benji. Basically, um, it's still, you know, a meme as hell deck, but it's a more consistent meme as hell deck. And I have to admit, I like I really enjoy this ninja art for all it's for, for so Katsu and good. Benji. It's very balancey. And so this one has Benji kind of in a marketplace wearing an overcoat. And it's just kind of bustling, but he definitely just stands out. It's like an epic movie scene, and I really like it. It's really cool art. Also, there's a little Shiba Inu in the foreground. There is a Shiba Inu in the foreground. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Katsu's specialization card is Visit the Floating Dojo. Zero cost blue pitch. Uh, no blocks. It's a ninja uh, instant. Uh, put a surging strike and a card with combo from your graveyard on the top and or bottom of your deck. Set those turns up, baby. Yes. Uh, they kind of has a little uh, thing at the bottom. Uh, Grandmasters of the old reside atop Skylark Peak. Amongst these transcendents, he may find the answers he seeks. Which is cute. It rhymes a little bit. Wowee. Um, there, uh, just to jump off of the flavor text thing a little bit, there's a little bit of speculation uh, online that... Um, that the that the next set after Dusk Till Dawn will be called Transcendence. Um, and that would make sense with the water. Like if they try to do the whole earth, <laughs> water, fire, like they try to do Avatar, you know. Right, the, exactly. Like whatever. And then the Fire Nation attacks. And then, yeah, and then, you know. But the thing that I would... I feel like if they do ninja one more time, you know, so like, <laughs> if they have more ninja support, that's crazy. One more time, people are going to be like, we get it. You like ninjas. You know? yeah, we're sick of this. Give us something else. <laughs> so it's a cool card. I like it. Uh, very, very good. 
Um, as far as other majestic wise, there's only two, there's three more. Um, I think I'm going to pick, uh, well, there's four more actually. Oh, there's there's, there's more. Dis- dishonor, which we've spoken about before. Yeah. Um, cyclone roundhouse head leads the tail and silver wind shuriken. Yeah. The, the coolest art to me is actually head leads the tail. I a hundred percent agree. <laughs> it's an old guy. That's just kind of, uh, has two ninjas behind him. You can obviously tell they're following him. Uh, this is a majestic one cost red card, uh, two defense, three attack. When this attacks, name another card attack action, uh, Name another card. Attack action cards with that name have plus one this combat chain. So this is a great, with go again, this is a great little mid-tier thing or uh, prepper. And if you have a handful of head jabs, you might be able to kind of (laughs) just mess some people up, which is really cool. Right. Yeah, head leads the tail is going to be really, really powerful. Um, Attacks for three, defends for two because it has that built-in go again. And Um, me me thinking about this with Phi, it reminds me of... uh, the uh, like the fire card with the draconic chain links. Yeah, uh, this could be used really well with Phi too because you're able to kind of get that out there. You can almost have that same effect. So well, it, like it, it's, it's kind of cool. especially if you name Phoenix Flame as the card, and you end up with you know a couple of flames in hand <laughs> and you one in graveyard. You can really start stacking. Yeah, make Phoenix Flame. Good it's again. it's basically a poor man <laughs> stubby. I I like that. If you did that on Phoenix Flame, it would right? Bring Phoenix form back. That's a great. Right, you're making me think over here. Boom, baby! That's that's what you come to bottom tier for—a bunch of bullshit and then one fun. little nugget of joy. That would make me happy. Um, so, really, the only other one that I actually want to call out and look at here um, in the ninja set, there's a bunch of really, really cool stuff in here. Um, all of it's you know, it's mostly combo based. There's some good Benji stuff. There's some good Katsu stuff. But the one that really like it, it confuses me a little bit, and I'm hoping that I can that I can utilize your brain a little bit to help explain this to me because I'm kind of an idiot. I don't play this game very well. Um, it's it's another one of the Majestics. It's Silverwind Shuriken. Um, it's a ninja shuriken item. Uh, zero cost, blue pitch. Attack reaction, destroy Silverwind Shuriken. Attack action card with combo gains plus one. Yes. So there is a few. No go again. No go. It's an attack reaction though. So. Well, it's, it's an item. Yeah. That you have to play and then wait until you attack the next turn in order to pop it and get plus one on a combo card. Look, there's one thing you could do, okay? Okay. And that's have a, a crown. <laughs> <laughs> have a royal crown. Get out of here! With knick-knack, brick-a-brack, and you're good to go. Uh, royal Benji, let's go, yeah. baby. Uh, I mean, this is really, really cool to cause fear. I don't know if I'd run three in here, but having that extra little attack reaction is very good. I guess, and and it's a zero cost blue pitch. Um, if it ends up in your hand, you don't have a use for it. Um, if you're running d- dual Kodachis, which you should be in this set, uh, which you really should be with Ninja most of the time anyway, unless you're fine. Um, it's useful, you know. You pitch, you get the go agains off of your Kodachi. You got your two attacks in there, cool beans. Um, just I don't, I don't see any use for it. Like beyond those super I, I situational think Katsu moments. has very heavy, heavy cards. So you're Fair. Pay, you're able to use that pitch a lot for Katsu builds. However, this is also really, really cool if you happenstance to draw this first turn, set it out, say your arsenal, make sure you go first mm-hmm. and go, right? Yeah. And so this is great to set up the rest of the game for you to always have that threat of I got this. And like if you go down to one HP, you're yeah, screwed. Yeah, that, that's you know? the biggest thing yeah. that it kind of tri- that it yeah. kind of tripped for me is that if you get down to one of those one 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 two sort of matches, you have something in play on field that can push a little bit more of that damage through. Yeah. This is going to do great in draft. Like I, honestly, this could make win ninjas win draft in some aspects. So I think that's really what it's meant for. And like you're never got 
I don't know why it's majestic. I don't know why it's a majestic. It's going to be a cheap majestic, which is cool. You only probably need one of these in your deck, in my opinion. But maybe yeah. someone's seeing this right now and being like, this is badass. Like, really, seriously, if you have some tech that makes Silver and Shuriken, like, blow my mind, please, for the love of God, blow my mind. I'm prepared. Let's do this. Um, other than that, though, like, Ninja is basically just doing ninja stuff. Um, it's mostly cheaper free cards. Um, most of it you know goes into combos yeah. or has built in go again yeah um when this but, hits you may choose a thing and this gains a name name gaining is the big thing yep in this set lots of name gaming and there is i will say that for i'm going to talk about one more card because it had a missed opportunity uh and that was deadly Ooh. duo and okay it's yeah based on the art like i really wish they have benji on there but they could just put Benji and Katsu. Yeah, it's, it's 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 Benji and some other nameless uh, dude Ninja. in a mask yeah. just jumping and, around. And maybe Ira, who knows? But uh, but Deadly Duo hits Rainbow. Uh, one cost, two defense, uh, three attack uh, for red, two attack for yellow, one attack for uh, blue. But when this hits, the next attack action card with two or less base attack, you play this combat chain gets plus two. Great for Benji and is going to be well, able to do all this stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I would, I would, I'd quibble that one a little bit because like Benji's whole thing is you want to come in with those twos or ones to prevent them from being able yeah. to block. So that's it. why it says your next attack action card with two or less base attack you play gets plus two, which yeah. means you still have to block it. They can't block it. No, it means that they have that they can block it at that point because if you if you play an attack action card after this one that comes in for one, it gets a plus two, which makes it a three, which means that Benji's ability doesn't activate. An attack action card with two or less attack can't be defended. Oh, because it doesn't say base. Yeah, it doesn't say base. Yep. So why they put Benji on the cover, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Looks like a really good set. Yeah. One or two weirdos. Yeah, that's a weird one. But it could be great for other... Again, if you have some tech that would make this stand out, please hit us up. Let us know. Um, I love playing ninjas. Matt loves playing ninjas. Um, So let's, uh, let's figure that out. Yeehaw. Uh, with Yeehaw indeed, the most ninja thing a person can say. <laughs> Yeehaw. Uh, with that, we are now going to the uh, class assassin that has the most items you could possibly do. Let's check oh our time God. real fast. This is We knew this was going to be a longer podcast, yep. and so we are 40 minutes in, so thanks for listening to us. It's great. We really appreciate you guys not <laughs> tuning out like five minutes into this. Yeah, if you're tuned out right now, you're not listening to us. That's cool. <laughs> we have opinions. Uh, with that, uh, there's a lot of similarities. And when you first look at them, you might think they are the same thing. In fact, I did think that they were the same thing. Uh, I texted this to Matt and he was just immediately like, no dumb shit. They're yeah, not no. all the same thing. And, and so our token uh, uh, weapon, obviously, is Spider's Bite, which is great uh, for those who nice want to see it as a token as opposed to like a rare card yeah. as it was in the last yeah. set. But uh, they have three other assassin weapons, which is really cool. Now, they're all very similar to spider bats, bites where it's t- pitch two. It gets Gogan, has one, has the piercing with the equipment, but all of their abilities are slightly different. So we do have to read spider's bite so you can tell a difference. So spider bite, spider bite does say when this hits a hero, the next time they defend with one or more attack action cards. That's the key word, attack action cards this turn. Those cards have minus one defense while defending. Good and useful, pretty much applicable across the board unless you're fighting a wizard or something. Um, really, really solid little attack. Yep. So then we move to their first assassin weapon, Nerve Scalpel. Very cool art. Um, God, the art's on all of these. It really does, nice. does the same exact thing as Spider's Bite, except its ability says when this hits a hero, the next time they defend with one or more reaction cards this turn, those cards have minus one while defending. So as uh, Spider Bites does attack action, this does a uh, reaction card. Cough, cough, Dory, cough, cough. 
story. Very good. Uh, we also Thanks, have... Thanks, buddy. We also have... The next weapon is orbital co- classed. Orbitoclast. Orbitoclast. Sweet. It's uh, the spike you use to go into a person's eye to lobotomize them with. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks beautiful, and I would never thought that. Uh, Happy to help, man. When this hits a hero, the next time they defend with one or more non-attack action cards this turn, those cards have minus one while defending. There, there you, you go. go. Rune blades. Rune blades. And then our last one is scale peeler. Uh, it's a very cool looking uh, makeshift knife looking. Uh, yeah, it's like a, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it, it, it's, it peels it's some scales. biologic is what I'll, <laughs> yeah. is what I'll call it. it. It looks like a jawbone. It does. It does. Ooh, uh, I did something funky. But when this hits a hero, <laughs> the next time they defend with one or more equipment this turn, those equipment have minus one while defending. Which there you go. Which is another Dory thing. So what's really cool is you can actually have one of each weapon in your sideboard at all times. And when you verse something like, for example, you're versing a Dory and a, uh, you can then make sure you have nerf scalpel and scale peeler in there and bam, Dory has to defend or they are pretty much useless when defending you. Right. Or, or you're, you're playing a rune blade. You bring in spiders bite, nerf scalpel or whatever your yeah. particular setup ends up being. You have the flexibility then, which is great, which is the tools. When we talked about those uh, tools, of the trade, baby, they, they have the tools for the assassin, which is great. Um, and then we have uh, our assassin equipment, which is legendary. They have no common equipment. Uh, besides the token spider bite, which is very fascinating. So you're not going to get... And the generic stuff, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so this one, uh, great imagery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it certainly is a right. uh, a lovely piece of art. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it's called Redback Shroud. It is a legendary, as we alluded to. Yeah. Um, while Redback... Uh, blah, blah, blah. While Redback Shroud is in your graveyard, at the start of your turn, you may destroy two silver you control if you do equip Redback Shroud. So some of the other legendary equipment that Mask was of Perdition mm-hmm. and, uh, and Black Tech. Um, as an attack reaction, destroy Red Black Shroud. The next attack uh, reaction card you play this turn costs one less to play. Um, and then it blocks for one, and it has Battle Worn. Very good. It's very good for assassin. This is a great assassin card, and as it's, you build It's, it's silver. solid if you're building a Blitz or a CC deck for it. Um, it's solid for. Uh, it has almost no utility in this particular set. That's um, true for for draft and for sealed deck and stuff. If you pull this, congratulations, you got a legendary. We're very proud of you, but you're not going to be using this. You will, you will, because it has battle worn. So you you so, will be able so to you do take it. the one block, I guess. Yeah. But like, I almost feel like the generic support is actually more useful in a draft sort of setting than this is because you only get, you know, the one attack reaction off of it. You can't keep recycling. Yep. Silver's not even a token in this set. That There's is great. No because silver no contracts, right? Exactly. So this is very meant for Arachne and 100%. last set and, and being able to use those cards. And so if you're, you have an Arachne deck, you're going to want red back shroud and Arachne is getting a boost in this. So it's, it's definitely going to be necessary for that, but not necessarily for draft. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So, um, so really nice. Um, again, the art is actually really good. It's, it's cyberpunky and sort of like past future hybridization yeah. sort of mm-hmm. thing. So it's it's really cool. It gives you that one block. So even if, you know, you don't pull anything else, um, you can still use it to block for one um, as much as that is going to give you, you know, some practicality. Correct. Um, Correct. So I, I like it. It's good. I do too. Um, with, really, other than that, the only assassin card that I want to point out 
um, is uh, one of the Majestics. It's called Infiltrate. Um, it's a red pitch, zero cost, uh, three three, uh, with stealth. When this hits a hero, banish the top card of their deck. You may play it until the end of your next turn. I love that. Oh my god! Crippling crush. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? You know, like it's you can do so much and mess up a lot, and it's kind of really doing well with showing that assassins are meant to really mind game with those people. Right, exactly, which built into the flavor beautifully. It's, you know, the the assassin behind enemy lines taking whatever resources they can to complete their mission. Like, it's it's flavor-wise, it's beautiful. Um, Execution-wise, it's beautiful. Um, I'm just, I'm really excited for this card. There's one more I want to talk about. We've talked about the specializations of other heroes. So Mm -hmm. we, of course, have talked about Uzuri specialization. 100%. Shakedown. It's a two-cost... Six attack red card, which is huge. It is a popper, obviously. Yep. Three defense. If you've played or activated an attack reaction, this combat chain shakedown has when this hits a hero, choose red, yellow, or blue. They reveal their hand, banish a card of the chosen color. Guess what card this synergizes? Uh, guess what this synergizes with really, really well? What? Uzuri's hero ability. It really does. It really does. Uh, yeah, really good card. Um, if you're running Uzuri, I don't see any reason you don't run three of these. It's scary. It it's, just, yeah. it's really good. I, I love all these Assassin's cards. We talked about quite a few in our, our previous podcast. A lot of them have stealth. Uh, just to kind of talk about one that I think has really cool art. Um, my personal favorite is right up there. Uh, it is uh, Spreading Plague. It's another Majestic. I don't know why I like this diseased creature or AKA like Riptide. <laughs> it really makes me like stoked. Um uh, but it's uh, create X blood rot pox tokens under the defending heroes control where X is the number of defending cards in the chain league. We've talked about this before, yep. but the art is just great. If you want art, that's just almost like I want to hang on my wall, stunning backstab with the blood coming out. Oh man, the big very, like, arterial spray sort of thing. It's really nice. It makes um, me very happy. And then as, as long as we're talking art, I have to call it razor's edge, which is the assassin attack reaction yeah. um, comes in rainbow attack action uh, attack. Target attack action card, I know English, with stealth gains plus three, two, or one, depending. Um, it's just Arachne just crashing in through this giant window with a sword out in front of him. Um, and then the flavor text on it, there's hitmen, there's big game hunters, and then there's kingslayers. That's so, just, oh, it's tasty. It's super good. So that's, that's what you have to expect. Very, very cool. Uh, and that's it for the assassins. Now, moving on to some of the more fun things, we have... Uh, combination cards. And so since we're going from Assassin... hybrid, We're going to do Assassin Ninja, which end up having a lot more equipment. And so uh, there and are... It's really... It's it's interesting, too. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but um, go ahead and start us off yeah. there, man. So with the equipment, uh, we're going to start with the Commons, which is going to be great for draft. Uh, we have a Assassin slash Ninja Equipment Arms uh, called Blade Cuff. Uh, it's an action, two cost, defending blade cuff or destroy blade cuff. Your daggers gain plus one this turn. Go again. It does have blade break with one defense. So blocks for one, even if you can't get the action off, um, but your daggers gain plus one this turn. Uh, hello, Kodachi. I'm going to attack you for two. Hello, yeah. Kodachi. I'm going to attack you for two. <laughs> That's very cool, right? It's it's great. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, our next common is a mask. So mask of shifting perspectives. It's an attack reaction. It blocks one with blade break. Uh, it is attack reaction. Destroy a mask of shifting perspectives. When a dagger hits this hero, you may put a card from your hand on the bottom of your deck. If you do, draw a card. Really nice. Good way to recycle shot. stuff out of your hand that you don't need or doesn't work very well. Pray for that combo to come up. It's great. 
It's very, very good. And so it's able to, to work really well if someone decides not to defend. So, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you also have the legendary of the Assassin Woo! Ninjas, which is very cool. Um, all this art, no offense to LSS at all. Their <laughs> artists are doing great jobs, except there's a lot of Mortal Kombat mask vibes going on. And this one in particular just looks like Shredder. Dude, right? Hills, yeah. That's exactly yeah. where I went so, with it too. But it's uh, called Flick Knives. Uh, it is a one blade break defense uh, assassin ninja equipment arms. Once per turn attack reaction, uh, zero cost. Target dagger you control that isn't on the active chain link deals one damage to target hero. If damage is dealt this way, the dagger has hit. Destroy the dagger. Destroy the dagger. Now see, when these, uh, when these, cool card. Art's great, despite the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, parallels. Um, really interesting effect, um, and it really it it builds in sort of sort of the new archetype for the shared classes. Um, what was really interesting about this is when the spoilers were originally dropping, um, I, was, I was looking at all this, and a bunch of the different uh, Assassin Ninja cards have Destroy Dagger as part of their uh, effect. Um, so it was it was really like, why would I want to destroy a dagger? The reason you want to destroy a dagger is because of this card right here. It is an Assassin Ninja Attack Reaction Majestic. Blue pit, zero cost, uh, blocks for three. Target assassin or ninja attack, action card gains plus one, and when this hits, equip a dagger from your inventory. Ha! So now, as an assassin, we mentioned earlier that you want to have your, like, one of each, but now you're almost running to run every single dagger you have. As many as you can pack in, which is very assassin and very ninja. Like, it's very, like, it's flavorful. It's, it matches the class. It's interesting with ninja, however, because... You only get two Kadachis. I don't think you put more daggers in there. I'm actually, I'm unclear on the specific rulings around this because it's never really been a question before. Yeah. Um, so I have to look into that. But if I could just load up with like six Kodachis and just start flinging Kodachis at people, like I'm, I'm okay with that. That's yeah, cool. It's cool. Or even better, um, I'm pretty sure that Zephyr Needle counts as a dagger, right? Right. Uh, right, and so it's not good for draft, but for later on. Right, good. exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you're bringing Benji into uh, into Blitz or something, or if you're bringing uh, Fire Katsu into CC, you could run, you know, a bunch of Zephyr Needles, get those, you know, get the damage off and everything, and still have that two to threaten with each turn, which is a hell of a lot of fun. It's great. I really like I'm it. I'm excited for the creativity on the builds. It, it increases the creativity for builds. So. It really does. It gives you more avenues to create more decks, more archetypes to play with. It's just, uh, And, and on it. top of that, people might sleep on uh, drafting cards that involve throwing because it is a little bit more complex. So yeah. you could end up having a really cool da like dagger throwing deck. And without anybody having necessarily anything to like prevent that absolutely which is i mean huge, huge hybrid classes are crazy dude yeah. so now let's move on to assassin slash ranger let's do uh we got two common equipments no legendary equipment for this one uh but we'll start start with toxic tips it's an assassin slash ranger equipment arms one defensive blade break action pitch one destroy toxic ticks the next attack action card you play this turn gets when this hits a hero, create a Fidelity, Inertia, or Blood Rot Pox token under their control. Go again. Super cool. Anything that we can do to spread those diseases out, I think, is going mm -hmm. to ultimately be a good thing. This actually, I, what I heard was this is supposed to be the original set uh, when COVID released. <laughs> when COVID happened? No, oh, man. No, you know what? Actually, I, like I did, not, I did not land that joke right. I was going to say this is like the original set they wanted to do, but then they felt it was too topical. <laughs> You know what? If, if you hadn't started laughing like as soon as you said that, you could have convinced I know, I know. me. 
It was you could have sold me on that, man. No, no, it's a lie. This is definitely new cards because they already said they finished those cards, but that would have been funny. Um, but COVID inspired it. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, probably. COVID, Last of Us, inspired this. Uh, Mask of <laughs> Malicious Manifestations is the next equipment. It's an Assassin Ranger head, one defense with blade break. Action, pitch one, put a card from your hand or arsenal on the bottom of your deck. Destroy Mask of Malicious Manifestations. Reveal cards from the top of your deck until you reveal an attack action card. Put uh, put it into your hand, then shuffle go again. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good way to pull, you know, something that you need that you don't necessarily have. Or if you want to just check your deck because you got like five left, you're like, you know what? This is my only attack action. Just kidding. Let's, let's see if I can do let's some see, counting. Let's uh, see what I can do. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. And then it has the one in Blade Break, which is nice yeah. um, just to get that little bit more uh, defense in there. Both of those are common, so you should be pulling them during your drafts if you end up doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so very, very exciting. The two Majestics are ones, or three Majestics, three Majestics are the ones we've talked about before. We have the Codex of Blood Rot, Codex of Frailty, and Codex of Inertia. All of these will have Marvel uh, little cool cards, which is very And the exciting. Marvel looks so good. I like it. It looks like a research paper. Um, we've, we've seen a lot of these cards. Uh, the art, the one that sticks out to me the most is the one I'll talk about. Um, we have uh, Rulant Touch. The artist on this, Mark Poole, uh, man, drew a really realistic-looking person. And so it's right. Yeah, it's, it looks it's very uncomfortable cool. to look at this card. Uh, so this has red, yellow, blue, zero cost. Uh, the red has four, so you can know the rest. Two defense. Uh, Virulent touch can't be played from hand. When this chain link resolves, if Virulent touch is defended by a card from hand, create a blood rot pox token under the defending hero's control. So there you go. And I like blood rot. Blood rot's so cool. Blood rot is. Not cool for the people in this world, but well, cool yeah, in this game. but I, <laughs> I kind of feel the same way about blood rot as I do about frostbites. Really terrible to have under your control. Really fun to give to other people. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, um, as far as Assassin Ranger, uh, pretty much the only other one that I actually have to like shout out. Shout out is uh, Toxicity. Um, it comes in rainbow. The art is really really sick um zero cost uh blocks for two the next assassin or ranger attack action card you play this turn gains when this hits a hero they lose five four or three life depending on what color you're playing and go again um that is going to like if if your deck is built around fatiguing um as i expect my riptides are going to be um this is going to be 100 percent a rainbow run thing nobody wants to get hit for one and take six this is very, very scary for Lexi. Yeah, uh, dude. Because Lexi can already run Electrify. Yeah. Uh, and uses it a lot. And so if you have an Electrify, Reveal, Toxicity, Electrify, all and like on top of all that other yeah. stuff. Yeah. Dude, with Lexi, you, you, you throw an Electrify, you throw a Toxicity, you swing with an arrow. They block most of it. You crack. Uh, You're able to draw cards from that. Oh, it's dude, gross. Yeah. Like, this is gross. It's, it's disgusting. Lexi's about to go off yeah, team like so. even more than azalea um lexi's about to really claim her place like i think in the tippy tops yeah so this is gonna be another sneak for that so that, that's very cool the only reason i know that is just our our fellow person that you guys know marshall who's in japan hello if you're listening hi marshall we love you buddy uh just electrify was a steeple and just scared he him, so. he he is the only lexi main i know he exclusively plays Lexi and CC, and so he understands the hero better than almost anybody I've ever encountered. Um, and yeah, his, his decks are insane. I can see this fitting in really nicely with some of his decks. Yep, I'm very excited. Uh, 
on that note, we are moving on to uh, generic. Finally, yeah. There's no. Uh, there's no Ranger Ninja. No Ranger Ninja. And that's hybrid fine. stuff, that's which fine. is which is interesting. Um, I wonder maybe if they're if they couldn't come up with anything that worked for both classes, or if it was like a deliberate like flavor choice or something like that. Yeah. Um, but we don't have any, so that's the story there. Um, so let's just jump in with some of these generics, then I guess, right? Yeah. Um, uh, we'll start from the bottom, uh, aka the legs. Uh, and the bottom tier favorite foot. There's a lot of generic equipment in this set. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to cover the generic and again, just pick one card and then we're going to probably call it at the end there. So just prepare yourselves. We're almost at the end. We're so close we're guys. So Thank close. you so much for sticking with us. We're almost there. Yeah. The, the light is in sight. <laughs> uh, with that, we will start with the uh, generic leg uh, equipment. It is called fleet foot sandals. Uh, it's a hack reaction. Uh, destroy fleet foot sandals. Target attack with one or less base attack gains go again. Heck yeah. Um, anything that'll give go again is really, really solid. Um, this is this is very similar to Snapdragon Scalers, um, whereas instead of it costing, you know, cards that cost one or less give go again, um, this is with the attack. I see this being really useful in things like Benji. Yeah. Um, maybe less so in some other decks, um, but still the, the utility of it is pretty solid. It's pretty awesome. What's interesting about the set that I just want to point out real fast as I kind of scroll through is there is no generic equipment that is a token this time around. Yeah. So we're, we're not going to get the same thing that we had with Uprising, which I I kind of, that's might be my most torn thing is I thought that was very cool for Uprising to do that. So you will, if you do draft, have to make sure you get your equipment well. So. Or, you know, just deal without having a headpiece and legs. Yeah. It seems like there's enough equipment that you'll get something, but we'll go with that. That's probably why they included so much generic equipment, just to make sure that everybody could actually put something in every slot. Yep, get something. Uh, maybe. Uh, some of the fun stuff without that. Um, with that. <laughs> the next one is for your arms, fisticuffs. Uh, it's an attack reaction, pay two, destroy fisticuffs, target attack action card gains plus one. Boom. Great for draft. You're probably never going to use this outside of that. Right. Maybe commoner. Uh, maybe commoner. Maybe. Maybe. Cracker Jacks is better. So, uh, Cracker Jacks is better, yeah. but you know. Yeah. Uh, thread bar tunic. Uh, it is a generic equipment chest. It's an instant. Destroy thread bar tunic. Gain one resource. Activate this ability only if you have no cards in hand. So great for using your last Kadachi. Yeah, I guess. Or having overpitch and you can use a dagger real fast. Yeah, so it's just, just for those little things. Uh, the next one is another chest, Silken Ghee. Uh, instant, destroy Silken Ghee. The next attack action card you play this turn has minus one attack and costs one less to play. Classic trade-off. You don't have the resources. You need to get a Dishonor out or something. Boom. There you go. There you go. It's pretty cool. Uh, and it can help with Benji. If you have a three cost card, you can make that a two cost. Right, card. exactly. Um, and then uh, the rest of the generic common equipment is all the same set. Um, it's the Seeker's set, Seeker's hood, uh, Seeker's gillet, Seeker's uh, mitts, and Seeker's leggings all do exactly the same thing. Um, instant one cost, destroy Seeker's whatever, prevent the next one damage that would be dealt to your hero this turn, and you get to opt one. Yeehaw, kind of like Quell, but not really. Kind of like Quell, but not really. Um, it's, you know, for generic common equipment, fine. This is great for Rangers in general, um, just to be able to kind of manipulate that deck. So Exactly. And then I, I can also see some utility in, uh, like, in Commoner, especially with a deck that wants to know what's coming, like Runeblade or something like that, mm -hmm. um, just to be able to get that opt-off and to prevent a little bit of damage as well. And maybe, maybe it's a hint. Maybe our next class is Seeker. Ooh. That'd be fun. Yeah, they make maps. 
It's like Exodia. <laughs> if your chain link makes an actual destination, like X marks the spot, it's like a map the whole way. Oh, that's like, oh my gosh. that's that's not bad actually. Yeah, it's I'd funny. Play that. Um, the only other <laughs> no, uh, it'd be terrible though. Oh, yeah. it would suck. But you know, bottom tier. Um, the only other generic equipment we have is, is actually a legendary. Oh my gosh, is this our next thing? Because we, we always need a generic legendary. We always need a generic legendary. Um, it's called the Van Brace of Determination. Um, the art's really good. I like it very much. Um, blocks for zero, which, uh, woo, uh, once per turn attack reaction for one cost, the next preventable, uh, the next preventation effect that prevents damage this turn, prevents one less of that damage. Um, when this defends, you may pay one. If you do, it gains plus one in blade break. Yeah, that, so I like that effect. It's very, very cool for those prevents able to be used a lot for, uh, heroes that want to stall and are the using the biggest thing here. The single biggest thing um, is that this is a hard crown of seeds counter for the preventable damage. Yeah. Um, crown prevents one. This prevents it from preventing one. Then all they get is the card recycle. Um, but even in that situation, it's not very good. Right. And they also didn't, they ban crown of seeds. Crown of seeds is still legal. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, so this is great for that, but it almost feels like a nerf in some ways. The only yeah. thing I hate it, like the only thing I don't like is it's a legendary. Like it's, I honestly yeah. would prefer to have the effect of like have some sort of thing that makes it get destroyed. Like, well, if, um, if, if, like, uh, the illusionist shoes, if they block a six or more, attack, yeah, 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 it, yeah. then it gets destroyed because blade break kind of feels like I would never do that. Blade break is a mistake. Um, if it was battle worn, if it, if it functioned more like, like an Arcanite skull cap or something, um, where you still got to keep it in play, even if you blocked with it, I could see that it'd be kind of like a. It still would be very good, as far as my opinion goes. Um, but it'd be a little closer to like um, Iron Scale or something like that. Um, but the fact that it blade breaks after you block with it, after paying for one block, that doesn't have that much utility for me. And then the attack reaction itself, again, not that much utility for me. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I can tell you right now is that. Like you said, this seems like some of the cards in here are preparing us for the next supplemental set. And this can be used really, really well against Spectral Shields. Oh, totally. Um, and that's that's where I think it's going to shine. Um, that's where I think yeah. it's going to have an effect in so Blitz by, against Prism and then in the next set against whatever the Prism Redux so if is. So if you want to continue playing this game, buy this now because it'll probably be really, really cheap. God, n no kidding. It's, it's, it's going to be a $15 Legendary. It might be. Well... Let's be realistic. Fifty, like fifty, is the new fifteen. So, I don't know, man. I I, I picked up Crown of Dominion for like forty, and that one's I got not an Emperor for like anything ever. thirteen dollars. <laughs> that one, that's a hero, you know. So it's whatever. I'm just saying, like, the, yeah. it's going to be one of the cheaper legendaries, and it may you're right. You're right. have very power. And really, like, frankly, pick a copy up anyway because who knows what's going to happen in a year. Like, New Horizons is up to $200 plus right now mm -hmm. uh, after being uh, significantly less than that for a long time. Um, and it's kind of screwed me because I want to play Ranger. But apparently everybody else does too. Silly Muppets. Silly. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's your generic um, equipment. Bunch of generic cards in this. We have a couple that we've seen before. Um, we're getting reprints uh, of Come Ravenous Ravel. Ravenous Ravel. Um, Seek Horizon, which I'm pretty sure dropped in a previous set, right? It did, yep. Yep, and Come to Fight. Yep. So all those are coming back, which is great. I'm trying to see if there's another one. Uh, we already know the, to the tokens for Frailty, Blood Rot, Inertia, and Ponder. Um, and let's pick, oh man, 
Let's pick two cards real fast, I guess, or one. What are your choice? One or two. Okay, uh, pick two in case we pick the same ones. Let's do one Majestic and one other. Okay, Which? well, if we're doing Majestics, then we have to talk about Amnesia. Um, it is a two-cost red card. Uh, swings in for six with three blocks. Generic attack action, Majestic, obviously. When this hits a hero, cards and tokens they own lose and cannot gain names until the start of your next turn. Great for ninjas and stumping those ninjas, uh, being able to make sure they lose those names. Good for pretty much anybody who yeah. does anything that like targets a specific card um, or requires like the next time a something blocks or something like that. Um, super, super useful. It's sort of like a top line erase face. This is definitely the erase face command and conquer of the set. Total. Well, and actually, we're going to talk about the command and conquer this set in a minute. Oh, okay. So I really like this one. It's it's great. Uh, and it has Professor Xavier on the top. It does. Uh, getting his brain drained. The art on this. I want this in like a full size, like canvas, like painting thing. Mm -hmm. I want to hang it in my hallway just so I can enjoy it the entire time. The art is so good on this. I love that. It's so good. What's the one that you want to talk about? Um, so the one that, that I mentioned a second ago, um, it's, it's kind of the, we have command and conquer at home sort of card. Um, it's called wreck havoc comes in rainbow. It's a rare card. Um, cost two, obviously pitches for red, blue, or yellow. Defense reactions can't be played to, re uh, to wreck havoc's chain link. When this hits a hero, you may turn a, ca uh, a card in their arsenal face up, then destroy a defense reaction in their arsenal. Mm. Blocks for two comes in for six, five, or four. So it's sort of like command and conquer light. Um, you're going to find, I think, a lot of... Uh, is that a generic? Yeah, it's generic. Oh, there it is. I see it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. that is the art for Outsiders. Yes, it is, um, which is the other reason it comes up, because I love this art, too. Um, but so kind of like a Command & Conquer light, whereas Command & Conquer, you could just get rid of whatever was in their arsenal. This one's a defense reaction specifically, so it's going to be super useful against, like, Guardians and things like that. Um, and then it also, uh, you know, it also just swings in pretty good. The red's a popper. Um, so if you're going up against a Dromai or a Prism from the next set or whatever, um, it'll break that. Um, the only issue I see here is if you're playing against like a Riptide or an Azalea and they have a face down card that's an arrow and you flip that up for them, it could be bad news. Mm. So you got to be careful with your application here. But that a, a two for six, two block, yeah. destroy a card in Arsenal potentially, or at least know what's in their Arsenal um, that, that poor, super powerful. That is really cool. Uh, on that, my majestic I'm picking, uh, is going to be, uh, this interesting one called gore belching. Yeah, dude. Zero cost red, uh, and attacks for seven with Woo. zero defense. When this attacks reveal cards from the top of your deck until you reveal an attack action card. If you do banish it all, banish it. And this gets minus blank X where X is the number of cards banished this way. Otherwise this gets minus seven shuffle. Um, doesn't block. Doesn't block. Uh, so I went levy with this one immediately. But you know what's interesting about this? Uh, it synergizes really well with Corsham. Mm -hmm. um, if you have a Corsham out, every time you reveal a card off of your deck or whatever, you get to choose an effect like resources or life or something like that. Um, so, you know, get your Corsham, get your, get your, get your three gore belchings, and, uh, you know, Surprise, guys. I've got 50 and, and health. Sift and Guardian and all that. You'll and right, in the exactly. Yeah. And it's zero cost, so it's able to help with a lot of cool stuff. So that's, that's a really interesting card. I understand why it's majestic is because it can do a lot of utility without what's out there. It, it, it's, it's beautiful. It has a big reward for a big risk. Um, the more that uh, 
the more that you uh, uh you know show the more likely it is that you're going to have less and less and less power on it mm-hmm. um, especially if you get this like towards an end of a game or if you're running it in a deck that doesn't have a lot of like reaction like a lot of attack actions or anything it's entirely possible that you could you know you could get a minus seven on this yeah and just have it be just a just useless which is fine defending waste. any strategy yeah yeah. yeah, but really interesting card, and I'm happy that you pulled that you uh, that you called it out because it is it's it very is cool. Uh, going off of my art and my one pick that's outside of majestic yeah. spring load. I love Woo! this art. I really like this art a lot. Um, it is uh, has a snake on it coming out of this dude. <laughs> Sounds weird. Uh, one one pitch. Uh, Every the red, yellow, and blue all have base two attack and base two defense, which is really reason, interesting. Which is the reason why is because when this attacks, you have no cards in your hand against plus three for red, plus two for yellow, plus one for blue. Cool. I like that. I do too. I think this is a cool card. Uh, it does cost one and isn't like the best ever, but I love the art. It costs one, doesn't have go again, but the art is phenomenal. Yep. Um, and if you're playing this at this like the last link in the chain, which is really what you want to do, um, it's coming in for you know five, four, or three, which is not a bad way to end up nope. uh, to end up a chain, especially nope. if you're playing something super aggro. Yeah. You want to squeak that last little damage in. It reminded me of last ditch effort. Yeah. Which I think is the worst majestic ever made. Uh, but, better. but better. Exactly. It's actually usable for something. Yep. Uh, with that, uh, shout out. I kind of want to try to mention artists more. So Narandra B-A-D-I or B-A-D. Narandra B-A-D. Cool, thanks for making this art. B-A-D spells bad. I know, baddie. The <laughs> baddie. I think it's body. Is it body? Baddie, I don't know. That's funny. I don't know. That's hilarious. <laughs> Thank back. you, studio audience. back for that. Guys, that is kind of our <laughs> recap of uh, Outsiders in general. Uh, we're excited for this set. Pre-release happens oh, it's for us. good. Pre-release happens for us, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. So we're excited to get our hands on it and share about it. However, uh, make sure you keep your eyes out on that YouTube channel. I know we've been promising a lot. We don't want to make any false promises. There may not be anything, but there may be something. And so make sure to like and subscribe there because we do have... Uh, we, we got a couple interesting we, things cooking up right now. Yeah, we actually have great ideas to be able to happen, and we want to get back into providing that for you guys. So uh, keep your eyes out for that. It's going to be really, really cool. Um, and uh, Greg, is there anything else you want to end on? Well, I think Matt, we've uh, we skipped this the last couple of weeks. Oh, we have, haven't we? But uh, I, I feel like we should we should bring back the triumphant return of our recurring segment. <laughs> Everybody, it's lessons learned. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. Yes, I love this. This is very good. Um, lessons learned. Yeah. What do you, What do you got for us this week, Matt? Honestly, uh, a lesson learned for me is, um, I guess it's just a game. Oh, there you go. That's oh, there not you go. Bad. I don't know. That's I don't know. Bad. I don't know if that's like make gonna make anyone sad on the earth. Like make oh, you no, know? it's good. It's good. It's, Come on, build a, a little bit. What you got? It's a game, and uh, so that to me, like uh, having that realization of like it can be a lifestyle. Sure, it could be something that you really want to devote a thousand percent into, but at the end of the day, it's uh, something that is able to spark joy in different ways, and and it's supposed to help make you relax and be stoked and do all that stuff. And so, if you get frustrated in a game. Find a new game and stuff like that. If you get, uh, if you enjoy playing that game, it's doing its job. So it's just a game. And what's been really cool about this set is it make, expands the rules of the game and makes it more exciting. So as I've been reading these cards 
it does bring like sparks some joy and excitement of like, man, the rules are changing. Uh, and I wonder what it's going to do as it comes into effect because you never know until it actually happens. Every time you get to the table or every time you get to anything and you have this like theory of what's going to happen, it's either going to botch or it's going to be amazing. And so that's just the way of playing a game. And it makes me excited to kind of see these really creative ideas and what they're going to do. Um, I don't know the extent of Ellis's play testing. Obviously I don't think they would release something unless they felt it was a fun game. Mm -hmm. And so I'm excited to be able to experience that and uh, have that feeling of pre-release again. And so it's just a game. That's my lessons learned. It's just a game. And that's a fun. really good lesson, man. Like it's, it's, it's important to maintain like perspective. Yeah. Right. Like this isn't, you know, we're not crashing, you know, global economies or, you know, it's not warfare or anything like that. It's, it's, a, it's people coming together and just playing a game. Fun is the point. And just like you're saying, if you're at the point where you're getting more frustration than fun or if where it's all frustration, and no fun, then it's time to take a step back and maybe pivot into something else. Maybe yeah. just take a break for a little bit, right? It, it, different things happen for different people, you know? Like, this game is... It, uh, don't try to force anyone into it either. If it's not their cup of tea, it's not their cup of tea. Like, that one uh, card game might be coming out from uh, Disney or whatever, Lorandi, I don't know. I've mentioned it a couple Lorcana, times. I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, some Lorcana, right? And it could be someone's cup of tea, and then you play, and you're like, man, this is not good. And that's okay. It's not for you. It's for those people. Exactly. It's, it's okay for, for different people right. to have different likes. Yeah, and so it's just a game, and uh, like if you're coming over from the Magic community, and you're like, this isn't sparking the same joy, like, dude, like, Magic does suck. And so, no, 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 I'm not sorry. Well. <laughs> uh, the company that owns Magic does make terrible decisions. There we go. However, you have to make sure you're just doing things that you enjoy. And as long as it's not hurting people in any ways, besides potentially a wallet, you know, but like it's just <laughs> not physically hurting someone in any way. And you're not supporting something like that. Then I think it's great to continue with that and just do the things you like. It's all pros and cons, right? Yeah. If you're getting more out of it than you're putting into it, then you're winning. Correct. So there you go. That's that's my lessons learned. At me, at me on Twitter, and tell me how bad decision that was. A, whatever you want to do, <laughs> call me. Take, man. Call, call me out on the takes. It's fine. But that's my lesson learned. That's a good one, man. I like that. Thanks. I like that. I had to pull it out because I forgot we could do lessons learned. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. That's uh, that's great. Keeping everybody on their toes. Yeah. What's your lesson learned, Greg? Um, really, the biggest lesson for me is to quit reading the stupid spoilers. Um, I I was I I, I still am super excited for this set. I think yeah. it's going to be really good. Um, I think it's going to be good in a way that Dynasty sadly wasn't. Um, and it's going to sort of refresh all of that like stagnant sort of solved meta that we're in right now. <clears throat> Um, but at the same time, like now when I go in to buy a box or if I'm, you know, playing a draft event or even just a regular Blitz or CC or Commoner match, I know the cards now. I know what you're likely to have. I know what you're likely not to have. And that, and before any of the physical things are even in anybody's hands, basically. Um, so it takes some of the magic away from it for yeah. me. Um, like, it's nice to have, it's nice to be able to sit here and, like, strategize before it even hits your hands. Um, it's like, it's nice to know kind of what you're looking at doing for the next several months sort of in this hobby. Um, but at the same time, like, I remember when I was a kid, 
like a kid kid. And we're, we're deep in, we're, we're digging way back into yeah. like the late nineties here team. Um, so stick with me for a second. When I was really young, my brother and I were super into Pokemon cards. Right. And we would go every, you know, couple weeks, a month maybe. And our mom would buy us a couple of booster packs of Pokemon cards. We didn't really play the game or anything. We just like collecting them. But the moan of magic where you sit there, where there's a new set out and you have no idea what's in it. You buy two booster packs and you go and you sit down at like a cafe table or something, or you're at home in your bedroom and on your bed, your legs are crossed, and you're just waiting to open them. The little crinkle of the paper, the first of what you're seeing as you look at the actual cards. Like, I miss that sort of thing. Yeah. Just that little bit of not necessarily childlike, but like innocent sort of wonder. Um, I feel like that's missing from a lot of our lives at this point, especially as we get older and as kind of, you know, the world around us continues to get darker like it does. Um, I feel like those moments of just genuinely being able to enjoy yourself and let some of that go and just fall into something that frankly kind of stupid and limited and small, but that sparks that joy. I feel like those sorts of experiences are invaluable. You're, yeah, I agree with you. I, I remember that. And, and there, we can talk a little bit more in, in deep or go on a tangent even after this too. Like I could talk about this for an hour, but like in the age of information and yeah. the internet, like they, they have created a new magic, right? And yeah. The new magic is spoiler season. Yeah. Like now these games have to get you hyped. Like if you want to, uh, if you want to kickstart something, everyone has to know what's going to happen and know what the outcome is going to be before they even buy into that. And I feel like it's affected also our games. It's like, I'm not going to buy in this unless I know I'm going to have fun and know what's coming. And it gets people who are competitive, the edge on that too. But what I like that we just did today is we didn't hit every single card. No, we didn't. I'm excited to be able to open that pack and be like, Oh, I, f- I saw a picture. Maybe I saw it in quick glances, but I had no idea. It did but I had this. no idea that this, and I get to experiment with it and that will create a new, like fun and magic. I, I have a very similar memory to you of like, with Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Yeah, man. Pokemon, uh, I, I'm i the huge gamer. So I knew every Pokemon, watched the show mm-hmm. religiously. I Same. Was like, I yep. was all about the Pokemon. I knew what they were. Who's and so the magic Pokemon? for that was like, it wasn't even necessarily like how good the card's going to be. It was like, oh my gosh, I got freaking on. It was, it was literally and never how good the card was. It was, this, this is, a, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a chancy. Yeah. It's sparkly. Yeah. It's like, I can't wait to like summon this because now I own it. I caught yeah. it. Right. I caught that Pokemon. Yeah. By opening this booster pack. And, uh, I remember my first like strategy magic moment was when I had an Aerodactyl, I pulled it a rare and I was like, oh my gosh, it's a rare Aerodactyl. Yeah. It's so cool. And then it said in the text, like you need to have the fossil card before that happens. Like what? The F is a fossil card. And I looked at the booster pack. I was like, I don't have a fossil card. How am I supposed to play Aerodactyl? And I remember being so upset. I bought a couple more booster packs, never got a fossil card because I can't have, my parents are going to spend $100 on a yeah. like, box and you get your fossil, right? Right. You, you get one booster yeah. pack and you're lucky if yeah. you get anything decent yeah. out of it. And so I have this memory of going to the Phoenix Zoo and we had a great day <laughs> at the zoo. There was like this little survey I want to do and I was like, oh, I always like put my little like name in there and maybe like win like a trip to the zoo with the koalas or whatever. Right. The yeah, yeah. You know, one of those boxes as you're leaving. I remember flipping through the things, finding a page to write on and underneath there was a fossil Pokemon card. Oh, man. And I, was, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like I was like, <laughs> ah! like, I was like, I was like, holy God, I can play. I was like so hyped 
for a fossil. Like the magic was there. Oh, I got this dude, common, that's amazing. Got this common fossil card. So I was excited with that. That was super, super cool. And then you run uh, home and, and you're able to play that. The other magic moment is I have the same memories of going when I was just a little bit older, the store by myself, saving up my allowance, buying a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards with the new set coming out. No idea what's in there. And you open it and you're like, oh my gosh, a holographic. And it's right. like, oh, what's this guy? Oh, he does this thing where like if he attacks and it's like he only does 500 attack, but all your monsters are like low attack. He does more attack. And I was like, this is crazy. And so yeah. it's like opening up your spare cards is going through and all go, these and cards. Figuring out and like, through your fault you all the different synergies and, and like, everything. I think I can yeah. do this. And like, I think I can use this. Yeah. And you go and you meet your friend like, what the heck? Is, like everyone's like, what is that? I've never seen that card I, before. I want to trade for that. And you're like, right? oh, it's negotiation time. And like, it's a little bit different now because we're adults. We got money. We're playing a game and we have the information already. And so we know exactly what we want. And there's a meta. But I mean, where, you know, it's not as uh, being a kid is so innocent and cool because even when you go versus someone who's younger, they don't have the meta. They're just going out there and they, they've found what they think is going to work. And it's interesting and there's not a way that you would look at it. And that's refreshing. And so exactly have that childlike mentality and try to do something that's interesting or weird and make things work in your own mind. Is because it you're going to find your own path? Is it optimal? No, it's absolutely not. Am I having a good time? Yes, and, I am. And you know what? I'll counter that. And it is optimal because our brains are wired differently in our thought process and you're going to see something that maybe the developer saw, sure, maybe, or maybe they didn't. And you're going to see a line that it has not been made before that gets someone like, whoa, ho, like, because yeah. the surprises are the people that find the lines that don't exist. Exactly. Know? And then the um, excitement builds up. And then you're asking questions like, how'd you show, yeah. show me that move again? Like, yeah. show me that turn again. Yeah. And then you feel a different type of magic. So, yeah, I, if, if we spoil a lot of stuff, so are you... Sorry, if we ruin that magic, you'd be like, you're a magic ruiner. But hey, we didn't read all the cards. We're There's still have a good plenty time. out there for you for Discover. Um, and, and we really hope that you do. Uh, Great and, lesson. Sorry, we tank went on the table. Yeah, no, that's good. That's that's what I wanted, man. I yeah. want to talk about that a little yeah. bit. But yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I'm all, I'm all nostalgic now. I'm going to have to call, go call my brother after this. Aw, <laughs> brother time. <laughs> well, Woo. guys, thank you for listening to the bottom tier. As always, uh, we're excited to, to have Outsider Season as much as you are. Uh, again, also, we didn't even mention this, but thanks for downloading the podcast. There's a record-breaking yeah, week this man. last week. Uh, and it was our most interesting episode, I would say, about personal things. So right? thanks, thanks for listening to you guys. And if it shied you away, hey, if you're listening now still, then we must have some sort of connection, you know? Right, exactly. So, guys, everybody out there, stay safe. Remember to hydrate. We love you all. Uh, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. I am Greg. I am Matt. And we're the bottom tier. We'll see you all next time. Toodles. <laughs>